0: Hello, children of God, and welcome to another episode of I Need God Pod, a podcast about everything religious and spiritual, featuring one-on-one interviews with interesting guests. I'm God Lover Kyle, admin for the Instagram page, I Need God in Every Moment of My Life, and today we have a very special episode filled with chaos magic, speaking in tongues, reincarnation, goddess worship, and alien encounters. And I hope that you enjoy. I'm joined by the professor of currency affairs Heiress, nation destabilizer herself, Angel Money
1: Hello, hi, I'm happy to be here
0: Thank you for being here So, I've been following you online for a while And you have an amazing energy of the most, like, unhinged levels Like, you're so unafraid in your life And I'm really inspired by that So I wanted to talk to you about, like You know, you're tapped into some, like, spiritual Delulu brain world, right? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) definitely. I'm very tapped in, I would say. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I I get that from you. You're also a pop star, like a New York City club icon, if you will.
1: Yes, yes, you definitely could say that. I am I would say that I'm definitely a club icon yeah. at this point.
0: Yeah, so culture is in the building today. Absolutely.
1: Well, I'm happy to be here.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming and meeting me. Um, so, Angel, do you have a religious upbringing? Yes, yes. I'm super open about this, but I
1: do come from like a Second generation, like my father and his father, are, were both like p- Southern Pentecostal charismatic pastors. Like when I was growing up, speaking in tongues, laying on of hands, like healing prophecy. Mm. There was a prophecy over my life before I was born. Like very very spiritual. Oh my and god! I was the first born mm. child to the pastor. So mm. in the church, they call. You the well at least in the south they'll say like the first family like <laughs> sure and so it was very weird. I do have an extremely so it goes religious. to your grandfather. Then yeah, your father, my grandfather. Then you yes, my grandfather. It was my entire family was very religious mm. prior to my even my grandfather, but my grandfather mm. I'm pretty sure was the first like actual pastor, and he mm. founded a church um, that my dad then took over when mm-hmm. i was 13 or 14 but we he was a an associate pastor there I would the first like literally days after I was born I was brought to the church like I yeah and welcomed by the congregation right so you could definitely say uh, really (laughs) no yeah it was exactly like right like Lion King and for somehow I have like a I feel like I have a visual memory of it which like I don't like it's obviously not true because I literally had just been born but I do kind of have this maybe it's like an implanted hallucinated memory but I have this memory of being like Walked into the service Right like, And held And like I mean of... like
0: Probably the story Was told to you Like so oh, many times yeah. It was like Reverse Like memory Or something Absolutely Like actually You do have the memory In a way No
1: totally Like it's been constructed <laughs> Which I mean I, we all have memories that are right. not real or completely misremembered but sure. that is like an implanted memory that I stand by but I was yeah I grew up in the church I grew up every single Sunday most when I mean pretty much every for years every Sunday every Wednesday and then other like small group mm-hmm. days Bible study type shit like it was an almost daily occurrence that right. we were in church so, so. you're kind
0: of like it's almost like a family business that you were like immediately Oh, yeah, Put no, it is. it is.
1: People don't really understand how much it is a family business. But right. they, I mean, my grandfather c- created an amazing business and did a really beautiful job creating a really intentional community. It was the first mm. racially desegregated church in the area. And he, that was kind of like the mission mm. of the um, church when he founded it. And it was, it was honestly, mm. I had a, if I hadn't been so like black sheep, I probably would have gotten really into the community and like the beautiful people and mm. the religious community. Right. And I could have I see an alternate future where I like took over the church. Right. Honestly. Like it's and your I, inheritance. And I think that's kind of what they wanted. And it <laughs> didn't work that way, which is I think I'm really grateful for where I am now and I but I and I could see myself being kind of like a Pastor figure later on. Yeah. Like my totally. Twitter username is Reverend Money right now.
0: Right. But <laughs> I'm
1: not, yeah, I, I quickly, pretty much as soon as I was old enough to understand the church and the structure of it and sure. how I fit into it, I was. How old was that, do you think? Uh, I think probably like right before puberty, like mm-hmm. 11, 12 mm-hmm. vibes, I started to really realize like what it was that what it was and where i fit in right. I i have been transitioning for many years but before that in the south figuring out okay i'm what am like, i like <laughs> what am i first of all and yeah. second of all like and all these people hate what i am like it, right. it does do something to your brain where yeah i mean there was a a worship pastor who was brought into the church mm. who Came into the church, we think, intentionally to start what's called a schism, which is, like, when you go in and you uh, you assume some sort of leadership position and then you take—you you kind of s- sow dissent into the church and then you take a huge portion of the congregation. Because it's money. What people don't understand mm. about the church is it's, it's not, funny. like, business finance first, or at least it shouldn't be, but it right. is—it's a business. Like, the they cash flow— so mm-hmm. much money. And it's money. a good
0: kind of business because of the way it's taxed, right? Well,
1: yeah, there there are no taxes, so no. It's, it's a really... Honestly, <laughs> I think the church is fucking iconic and so cool, but right. there is that element of like, okay... You start to do the math. There's, like, <laughs> all of these people in the congregation, they're supposed to pay 10% of their entire income to the church. They, right. I mean, yeah, yeah. They don't, tithing. typically, although some do, and then you'll find, okay, so now we have a really wealthy family in the church, mm-hmm. and they're tipping, and they're tithing, and they're putting offerings to above and beyond. And, well, there is, I mean, we would go out to dinner with, like, the, the after church, at mm, lunch, like the yeah. Yeah. Because there's I think in the church, what people don't fully understand is that there is like an in group in the church right. and you're paying like, mm-hmm. th- like
0: they, any group. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. VIP room.
1: Of course. It's very <laughs> VIP room. But um, but yeah, anyway, there was a worship leader who came in to start a schism mm, and one God. of the he got intentionally close to me. And kind of, like, created himself as a confidant for me and someone I could kind of confide in. Oh, because he saw you as the black sheep in you. Yes. And so he really took a lot of things that I had told him in confidence and ran and told the entire congregation. And Mm. I was – I never really got the opportunity to figure out my identity and, like, kind of, like, decide how I was going to break that to people. It was, like – I was a political pawn that oh. caused half the church to leave. So oh, shit, That's yeah, traumatic. It, yeah, That's pretty, abuse. pretty traumatic. But I think in the, at the time, I really leaned into. I got very in my like Taylor Swift reputation era, and oh, was I love. just like, oh, oh, I'm the black sheep. I'm gonna fuck. Oh, you guys watching me? I'm gonna give you a motherfucking <laughs> right, show. I would just that. do crazy. There was a there was a fucking rule in the youth group at my church that you weren't allowed to pass anything because I used to pass drugs around oh my god, and that's I age. would like give out drugs to all the kids and we would I would come with a baggie of pills oh and my god pass them out to hoes so I really <laughs> leaned into the like and I think that's You're one like, of,
0: okay like let's sow some dissent.
1: yeah exactly and so <laughs> I think for me I got so into I mean at the time just like this this demonic sadistic like twink
0: like <laughs> platinum blonde, mm-hmm. like fashion killer freak in the south. Like, yes, <laughs> just and that was the perfect time. Like, I'm guessing when was this probably like mid 2000s, late 2000s? Yeah, this was like late 2000s. Like this was 2009. like,
1: yeah, like I left home. I th- I want to say around 2012, 2013. Okay. I went to boarding school. Oh, okay. Um, and
0: Okay, just it was kind of around that, that okay. time, just like trying to like paint a picture of the era. Yeah, um, like
1: um, <laughs> just after kind of like the Kesha, Nicki, Lady Gaga, <laughs> like like block of media, uh, like yes. m- monoculture media. Like yes. just after that, like like hips When everyone was like a hipster. Yeah, like when everybody was like Indy, 20- Mumford and
0: Sons. Oh my God, loving that. Yeah, yeah. So you okay? So this man. Kind of gave gave you a purpose in a way, even though he was doing this for nefarious reasons.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he, well, he was also de- like once he started this schism was death, like sending all of us death threats. And the schism and, was
0: about like gender and sexuality. It was
1: about, I mean, it was about many things. Like it was definitely that was the focus. Was me and you then as a pawn. my me and then my aunt who was a. Uh, She had recently become a divorcee And had 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 the first divorce In like the royal family of the church Oh my god no (laughs) It was very much like we were It wasn't just that there were other issues But we were kind of the two of the things
0: that deviants.
1: Yeah, well we were not a great image. Right. for the church and
0: that and when you l- you see a little crack and you go and
1: exploit mm-hmm. it. Totally. And he started a church. Um I think he was arrested for like attempted murder or something oh my God. not long after, but he had been threatening us with death and we had to have security for a long time. We key, I walked around <laughs> with a bodyguard for like a period <laughs> of time after that happened because wow. it was just so he was a big guy mm. and it it was, uh... That something else. It was a little scary, yeah, but, it, but that is part of... The story of your... Of, well, yeah, well, I think I got so... It was traumatizing in a way, but then I became... I think that's one reason you, why right. I stay whatever the fuck I want now. I do whatever the fuck I right. want at any given time. I don't really feel a lot of restriction because I was made to feel... Mm -hmm. Like, anything I did was wrong, so I just said, fuck it.
0: Right, right. I mean, that's kind of cool, because I was curious, like I said in the beginning, like, you're such a free person, or you're inspiring to me because of the way you live so freely, but it's, like, it makes sense, that makes sense, like, in terms of the story, actually. Or, like, you're, like, actually... Fuck everything! I'm gonna behave however oh, cool. I want.
1: I was a fucking demon. It was giving like <laughs> Lana Del Rey original album blasting on my Walkman because I wasn't allowed to use the fucking internet. I was barely grounded from it. Oh. so I would go to the store and buy an album. And one year, the one album I bought was <laughs> Lana, and oh. I would put it in my little CD player that I had because yes. I was not allowed to even have an iPod like for Wait, a period of time. That's
0: crazy. So you did not like grow up online, really? I
1: well, I did, and then I didn't. I have like. Large periods of my youth where my family restricted me from using any any I was not allowed to use the internet at all I was not allowed to iTunes
0: even no no no
1: (laughs) iTunes the internet period social media I wasn't allowed to hang out with anybody that wasn't in the church for a period of time yeah I was like on I was under a rock on ground. Like, the only thing I was allowed to do was go to the library, read whatever books I wanted. I was homeschooled at the time, so I didn't see anybody oh, except shit. for people at the church. So I would have, like, men come... Like, I would have, like, boys that I was talking to come to the church and we would, like, hook up during, like, youth group or church or something because mm, I literally no would, other space. No, I wasn't allowed to have a life, period. So yeah. I would just, like... They, it, it was crazy.
0: They created you in a way. No, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't
1: think they realized that at the time. Like, yeah. I think they thought that I would, I would like <laughs> see the light and and relax and not be like so difficult. And it actually pushed me so far in the other direction. And I think they realize that now. And mm-hmm. I'm very close with my family. And I think they've okay. had a lot of time to figure out where they went wrong in their role in all of that. Mm-hmm. And it. Is a blessing, but there's definitely, I mean, they don't fucking follow me online and they better not (laughs) because I they're going to feel a way about it. And I'm not, I can't like ever, I had people (laughs) in the church sending screenshots of my social media, like to my family for years after leaving. And Mm so for me, I'm, you host can look if you want, but I can't. I'm not gonna control what I'm saying, and I'm not gonna censor myself because I had to do that for so long.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's there, it's on them. If they're looking, mm. like they don't have to look, they and they shouldn't, honestly. Like, what's the play? no? Yeah, absolutely, fucking. Like, not. They know you. <clears throat> no, yeah, uh, but in real have, life, we have it. No, they do, and we have a great <laughs> relationship
1: now. And it's really a lot of it is based in like we don't have to talk about all that shit. We don't mm-hmm. have to do the most. Like there were periods of time where I was in very scandalous, like, I would have, like, I had an OnlyFans for a period of time. Mm-hmm. I was dating like, a billionaire previously. I didn't mm-hmm. work. I got my first job last year, my first ever job. Like, Amazing. I literally never worked a day in my life. I'm about to turn 28, and I have my, I just started my first job the end of last year. So, that type of stuff, like, mm-hmm. obviously, that could be a big conversation. I would go back and sit in the church front pew, and all these hosts knew what time it was, but what you gonna fucking do? I'm I'm going to live my fucking life. Yeah, you're la- you're living a good it.
0: life if you're not working, period. No, yeah, absolutely. Or, yeah, I love that for you, because I hate work. I think it's terrible. Oh, no, I
1: hate it. I want to stop. I, like, have been working for about <laughs> eight months now or so, and I'm,
0: uh-uh, It's really hard. I hate it. I hate <laughs> working. It I mean, is not my thing. No. I just don't, I'm a not good A couple months, it. Max. Like, I am, I'm trying to get a job right now, and I'm like, thinking about doing like a temp agency or something where it's like I go in for three months like LARP the whole time like serve a certain personality and leave and just like take the paychecks because it's like I'm supporting. I work for myself right now, which is really cool. Like since COVID, actually, like COVID was the best time of my life. Mm-hmm. I had like so many people say that. Yeah, like I had the pandemic pay at like the max level. No, I meet you. And I was pua. like, oh, I missed the pua. <laughs> yeah, and like I was actually like thriving so hard, and like I'm still haven't gotten a job since then. Like I've been riding that. Oh, you tore. You must yeah. have saved a bunch. No, I like put it in some in crypto and like. Oh, lost amazing! It. Well, dear, I kept I it there. Though. I did that. I kept it there. I mean, it went so far down last year, but it's like I'm not taking it out. What
1: type of? What are you invested in in crypto? Because A bunch.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Like I talk to people. I did research. I mean, obviously, I have ETH and Bitcoin, of course. But then well, I, have, like, so, I have like I have like Solana year. and okay. I have AVAC or Avalanche. I have I have so many. Like I have. XRP, I have. Oh,
1: I'm actually a huge XRP fan. Yeah.
0: XRP, I, I think XRP,
1: Bitcoin, I love Monero. I'm a huge Monero okay, fan. Okay, I don't have Monero. Oh, Got Buy it? Monero. Buy Monero. <laughs> Monero <laughs> okay. is iconic because it's really the only one that I feel like criminals still use as like, a currency. But it's like, I'm interested in money, and obviously you
0: are. It's oh, like one absolutely. of your main interests. Oh, absolutely. It's in your absolutely. Name. Absolutely. And like, what. Interests you about money other than you know living a good life and being mm-hmm. safe?
1: I'm just really fascinated by money on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it represents like freedom and choice, and it kind of is like a magic in mm-hmm. reality. Yeah, but what I really feel about it on an abstract level is mm-hmm. that it is kind of like it is the organizing energetic like building block of our civilization of this like weird platform of humans that we've built of like just the weird shit that self-awareness and consciousness can get into like trade manufacturing but like property as an abstract like owning right. property like uh, we have created a world that is so gamified and organized like by the energy of money right that if, if you have a lot of money and you know how to fucking use it you become like a <laughs> god, basically, like a demigod. It's the it's contemporary magic, and so mm. I'm really interested in money for what it represents, right? And for the what energetic it energetic
0: value. Yeah,
1: I just think it's incredible, and I love the aesthetic of money and like the <laughs> concept of. I don't know, just visualizing this building block. Like, we so rarely get to do that. Yeah. Like,
0: it is the ultimate representation, a little bit in a way. Like, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. It is so crazy. It almost (laughs) makes me sick to think about sometimes. No, I know. It's crazy,
1: but you have to just love it. (laughs) Like, we are listen demons got let out from under that mm. boulder at the beginning of the industrial revolution and we've been paying the price ever mm. fucking since but we're here girl and mm-hmm. so we might as well fucking
0: you have to flow with it yeah with like
1: it. you have i think that you really have to recognize like this is the role we live in if i'm in fucking 2023 i better get my money together because uh. that is my way of organizing my environment life. my life like everything about it i'm like I have less money than I've had in a while in this moment. I'm like totally fine, sure. But I I have had periods in my life where I oh girl <laughs> money what even is that I have a black card right. Like, my like but that I have more of an appreciation now mm-hmm. for what what money is and what it can represent and mm-hmm. what what it can do for you, what you can do for it, like right. the relationship that you can kind right. of create with. We, we do live in a menon, demonic satanic focused
0: mm. society mm-hmm. and
1: in girl, I'm fucking want to use the local currency.
0: Yeah, I got you actually. I mean, it's fascinating to think like, you know, when there's a time in your life where it was so abstracted to you that, you know, it almost was like invisible because you could just, it doesn't matter. Like the number didn't matter. But no, then you not s- at all. Yeah. And it really doesn't truthfully. I feel no, like. it's fake. This like is like, it's, it's all a, a yeah, but so it is magic. Yeah. Yes. And, and like, I think that, but there y- are ways, like you said, like when you're using it in certain ways, there is an energetic exchange that mm-hmm. affects your life. And like, there are bad ways to spend money. There are like, ways to use money that beget more money or like change your spiritual infrastructure, I wanna say. Absolutely. I'm not sure. I mean
1: I think about when I was growing up and the church was completely I mean, you you needed money to run any kind of organization, but it was all <laughs> The church is such a good example. It's perfect. Because it is
0: using the terms of spirit to beget money. Well, yeah.
1: And it's (laughs) using the money to, like, fuel the spiritual display, like, I think, and create this community. Which any community that scale, I'm sorry, like, I kind of agree with the... I don't think churches should be taxed. I really Mm -hmm. think... I agree. I think that church is such a cool... Phenomenon and something we should really encourage and something that we have gotten away from yeah. as a country. And I'm actually very pro church, <laughs> church in a sense. I'm very pro church. I'm pro church because I feel as though it is money incarnate in this really beautiful way that I have always appreciated. And I think about the super VIPs in the church, like the multimillionaires who basically fucking paid the lights to be on. Mm-hmm. They. Definitely had, and I I don't think that they shouldn't have, but they had, you know, they were the people that the church kept close. And Mm. those were the people where, you know, if anyone in the church who was a member of the church had an emergency and called the leadership, they would, my grandparents or parents would go and be with them and pray for them and organize for them to be taken care of in certain ways. but. For those VIPs, girl, oh, let little... them get a heart attack or cancer or stroke, or let them they're gonna need have God more than ever. and and my grandfather would be right there,
0: and as he should because, because you... people do need that. No, exactly. Spiritual That's what counsel. I'm saying.
1: It's like people need it, and honestly, it's if you're contributing so much to the church existing, you should maybe get a little bit of like preferential treatment because you know churches could not survive in, in modern days without them and yeah and mo- yeah totally it's it's you know it is i think something so beautiful to provide for cuz you're really that's i think more than taxes like putting money into your local church or charities mm-hmm. or organizations but honestly a that's church community. that you really believe in that is funding directly into your community like my grandparents and parents ran our church ran one of the largest food banks in the area we had like mini services running through the church mm. to deal with like the extremely poor issues, and yes, we the government's not going to do no, it. No, <laughs> at one point, I think like 30 or 50% of all of the money in the church was actually going towards homeless outreach. So there was a, mm-hmm. I think that's something really special. And yeah. I think that, but I did grow up seeing money kind of organizing things in such a profound way. And mm-hmm. there's so much criticism of that, but I think it really imbued in me an understanding of money as an energy and as, like, mm-hmm. a organizing principle and as, like, a resource, mm-hmm. even on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. And I think that's profound. I think that's really I profound. I
0: agree. I think there are people who... You know, it's easy to point fingers at individuals saying, like, they are corrupt, they're embezzling money, and then say something like, well, churches are corrupt, we need to tax them, and we need to stop them. But it's like, no, like, actually, the churches themselves, like, apart from the players who are toxic within them, actually serve, like, a really profound purpose. Oh, yeah. And, like, the fact that churches are bad doesn't, that some churches are bad due to individuals' who are exploiting that system does not mean that we need to stop churches. It actually means the opposite, that like more people should be creating places of worship and spiritual care and community. Oh, I completely agree. I completely
1: agree. And I feel like even though I have this experience and I was deeply, 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 (laughs) deeply traumatized. I mean, I was put through, I had a conversion counselor, girl. I fully had. Yes. When I was growing up, I, my parents would bring, Ex gay people to come talk to me mm. and really let me know the tea and what, right. what they had found, the fulfillment they had found in their life by sliding back up in that pussy. And <laughs> I support that. yeah But at the same time, like I was so deeply hurt by the church in so many ways and I was very angry mm. and I would just fantasize about it because the first building burned and mm. I would fantasize and that is something that's so horrible to say. I've never said that a lot. I would oh, wow. fantasize about the new church burning. I would be in it and I would fantasize it because it represented right. so much pain for me. And right. I'm so grateful that that has been able to be transformed in now. Right. I have such a different view of the church and such um, an appreciation even for the community that did that to me. Yeah. Like, I felt, I, I feel so much respect in ways for those people, even though... I had that experience, and I'm not. I think that things needed fucking change in a lot right. of these churches. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, right? But I think it's beautiful. now you're seeing it. From I want to find a point. church. I want to find if anybody who's listening to this knows of a good church in New York. I really want to. I kind of want to do some digging because I would like to join a church. Did I you ever sing would.
0: at church when you were growing up?
1: Um, A little bit but I was an actor They would use me for skits oh, Actually do you sticks. want to hear something so crazy I really do what, There was a skit in my In my church My dad's church and he had me I think it was in youth group but it may have been in the main service I can't remember Okay, I think it was the main service And <laughs> I was asked by my dad To voice act A baby who was in the process
0: of being Aborted No And that's the end of our free episode, and if you want to listen to the rest, it's all over on our Patreon at patreon.com slash I Need God. I speak with Angel for about an hour more, and we talk about chaos magic, diversifying your spiritual portfolio, lucid dreaming, drugs and astrology, the prophecy over Angel's birth pop culture and goddess worship alien encounters and more so if you're interested in listening to an hour more with angel that's on our patreon at patreon.com slash i need god for five dollars you'll unlock the episode but you'll also unlock all like 19 of our other episodes to listen to and you could always just cancel it so it's up to you if you want to listen to more it's there and um if you want to join at our angel tier i would super appreciate that and at the end of every episode we pray for them so if you will just close your eyes and let us pray for our angels allison white carson reeves casey dakota garcia jenna neve parker nikki nicole sky bryant and tyler hill for them lord hear our prayer